All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm reminded of our kickoff show when we we both got fucking smashed. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> whose bright idea was it to like, you know, every time we drop a pop culture reference, you take a shot. It's an hour long show. We dropped at least 500 pop culture references on our first show. That's literally half the format. It's just, that was such a stupid idea. <laughs> oh, People man. Got fucked up, though. That was a wild party. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. One, one of my guests fell, like, behind the, uh, what's it called? The patio. Um, the deck. Uh, yeah into the shrubs into the shrubs uh we all got sick i almost died um (laughs) it's uh it was a night to remember you sounded like uh, when you were vomiting you sounded like black bolt (laughs) 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 i'm sorry 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 Thanks for holding me down that night, man. I was, uh, whew, that was a lesson learned. <laughs> oh, man. That was like the night that I got my, like, coming home, I got my balls ensnared into my underpants. And I decapitated my balls. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to start the show. I'm Pop. And I'm E. <laughs> Together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. Woo! Balls. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh man. So it has been a band it, it's 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 I, I feel like I can't go into the show without thinking of the the looming darkness that is the decay of our our great United States. <laughs> Our great but, um, United States. Uh, it, maybe, maybe, maybe we should save that for a little later. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, not at all. I think um, I won't speak on your behalf, but I think for myself, part of my malaise, part of my fatigue that I'm feeling today is probably just the inundation of the news cycle and all the horrible things that have gone down recently. Um, within the past week and uh, I think finally my body just caught up with me so you know we can touch on it or not Um, I think for our listeners this is one of those choices where it's just like you know we could delve into things we could practice some you know some self uh, self self-care self-wellness and just kind of put it to the side Um, we'll see how it goes I mean, uh, what? How about this? How about this? We we start off with the little robots, right? Mm. 
sprinkled with a little taxes. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about Kenobi. Right? The <laughs> Kenobi show, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show came out. Yes, yes. What'd you think, by the way? Um, Ewan McGregor uh, is practicing black magic because the way that guy has not aged. Um, we got to follow him and what's his name, Ant-Man, around to see what the fuck their secret is because uh, they're aging uh, fantastically, which is to say almost not at all. Uh, but in regards to the show, <laughs> I'm sorry, you were going to say? That, but in that, I'm sorry. Isn't that fucking crazy that him and the guy, the original guy that played Obi-Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness, right? Mm-hmm. Almost the same age. Yeah. <laughs> yet, yet Alec Guinness, when he played Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, looks like uh, I, you know I, I don't want to say like uh, he's a cantankerous old geezer <laughs> and he looks like he came out of a freezer and we should do a segment called geezers in freezers uh, <laughs> but he looked like a cantankerous old geezer <laughs> oh god I uh I can't deny that. I can't deny that. But keep in mind, um, Sir Alec Guinness uh, did not come from Hollywood. He was a, you know, Shakespearean actor, stage actor. Uh, He was in World War II. He was in World War II, so he saw some shit as well. And, you know, he came from a time where uh, looks weren't as... uh, as important, let's put it, or at least focused upon... The way they are in America today, you know, so. uh, So there's that. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, so he I I can't deny the whole cantankerous old geezer part because he kind of hated Star Wars Uh, with a passion. He was just like, look at this shit I'm doing. If it wasn't for this big, juicy check and I'm quoting here, this big, juicy check that's going to buy me all the coke and whores i want going out uh i wouldn't i I wouldn't waste my time with these quote unquote children these actors you know it's just like who's ever heard of harrison ford (laughs) i love that that little blip the that little blurb he says at the end it's like who the fuck is that (laughs) i'm renowned thespian alec guinness Working uh, with children like Harry Ford. <laughs> and what's to do about this Mark Hamill? <laughs> Philistines! <laughs> oh, man. I bet when those residuals started rolling in, he was just like, you know what? I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll do it again. I don't care. <laughs> Oh man, oh that's a uh... Dagobah. <laughs> I, lo- I love doing fucking like you know weird Alec Guinness Obi Wan. <laughs> I'm I'm still hoping for <laughs> a flashback uh, based on one of the lines you did of Obi Wan being just real trollish to Anakin. Um, or at least talking to Luke about Anakin. He's just like, what was it like when you fought my father for the final time? And you said, you know, he's just like, well, you know, 
smelled like bacon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was really tough. You know? <laughs> I loved him. He was my brother and such. <laughs> oh, I would, I would, I would love if in the new show he just trolled like the first time they met, <laughs> and it, like if if he like. Uh, you know, Obi-Wan, we meet once again, you know. <laughs> and then he's like, you s- you smell, it smells like somebody's baking barbecue. <laughs> some such. Oh, no, Vader, you're right there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like you can tell, like you can tell Anakin is crying under <laughs> You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I burned my dick off, you asshole! You know. <laughs> oh fuck, man! Oh, but okay. In all seriousness, <laughs> I um, I really. Did. Fuck, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm totally trying to put my mind back into like the seriousness of no, no, Obi Wan. Yeah, no, but I I, all I can think about is Hayden Christensen crying under the mask. Oh, the suit's just beeping. Is just like too much moisture inside suit. Yeah. You know. He's got like a flap that like tear dispenser where it like, <laughs> shoots out like doing. Did you ever see that malfunctioning Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles special? Where I think Barbara Walters is uh, doing a sit-down interview with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's the guy, you know, the guys in the fucking rubber suits. Uh-huh. And one of the, like, they're talking about, like, <laughs> they have, like, a tearful interview. He's, like, talking about, like, his, his uh, and, you know, his turtle brothers that didn't make it. <laughs> and, like, apparently, it's on YouTube. You can find it. And they're talking to Raphael, and Raphael's like um, the tear duct malfunctions and it shoots <laughs> off. <laughs> it looks grotesque. Oh my god, I gotta see this shit. Yeah, you gotta see it, dude. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm fucking things up st- real bad right now. But uh, okay, so it's what we um, do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, okay, so um, what what did you what did you think overall of the show? I really dug it. I I felt that they uh, captured the weight of Obi-Wan's promise, um the the change in the galaxy that happened and which must be extremely traumatic to you know you're in the prime of your life. You're one of like the protectors of the republic. Um you at that point he must have thought like, you know, this is going to be my path. I'm going to be a Jedi, help the Republic, eventually train some other Jedi, eventually retire, blah, 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 whatever Jedi do. And then everything just goes sideways everywhere. I mean, it's just the worst thing that could happen. And the only thing that you can do is protect the child of a guy who was basically your brother and in many ways your son that you kind of killed almost but you got to protect his kid from him like that's uh, that's an issue and and the only thing you can really do during that time is work as a, a bottom tier sushi chef and have nightmares in your cave at <laughs> night it's true oh man dude <laughs> 
he's working at 99% off sushi. <laughs> like, in the desert. <laughs> so you know that shit's crunchy anyway. <laughs> that can, um, that cannot stay fresh for long. I'm telling you that no, right now. No, it can't. No, it can't. Or it can't. I mean, it's space fish, right? It's a giant. <laughs> who knows? But sand gets in it. And you know how much I hate sand. That's true. I've gone on record multiple times. You have. Seeing how much it's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I got to tell you, um, you know, I thought this was middle tier. It's like middle of the road Star Wars for me. Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah. Unless the show brings something new. Like, there were moments that really, sh like, were, sh like, just really shown for me, mm. you know? But uh, other than that, uh, I, I, like, I, I was just kind of like, it's okay. It's good. I'll tell you the parts that I really liked. I liked okay. Lil Leia. Lil Leia was nice. Mm. Uh, it turned a little bit into uh, into that, that Star Wars special caravan of... Uh, what's it called? What's that? What was that Star Wars special? Caravan of Goodness or some shit? Oh my where, god! Uh, the it, it's the it's a Star Wars special. It was it like takes place on Endor. Did you did you ever see that? I think I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's on Disney Plus. You could check it out. Um, but the I, I'm I'm only saying that because like the cheesiness of like the fact that like there are these three bounty hunters. One of them is a red hot chili pepper, right? He's flea. <laughs> also known as needles from Back to the Future 2. <laughs> Come on, McFly. What are you, chicken? Um, he always nobody plays. calls me chicken needles. <laughs> nobody. Yeah, he always plays the same guy. He's just. Yeah, he's always a scumbag. <laughs> I bet he's like super cool and good in real life though like wouldn't hurt a fly but uh he just has or that face yeah or a fleet no, yeah i'm sorry yeah. I, I you know that was a layup for you i, I i'm right, glad you did <laughs> thank you man thank you i know thank you um i know our audience right now is like rolling in the aisles i can imagine just like driving off the road um oh, he made the flea joke classic <laughs> drives right off the bridge um so anyway <laughs> but that that whole thing was was uh like the 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 bounty hunters chasing them chasing little leia in the forest and you know, all that stuff it just it looks so silly to me and yeah. i was just like uh, but you know it's like it's a kid actor so you kind of have to like that's it's real trouble trying to block that shit so i can understand that what i can't forgive is that opening shot of order 66 which was terror I, I i didn't like it why did you think that I, was terrible because i'm i'm totally on the other side of that for one lo logically it just doesn't make any sense to me why are the kids practicing at night? I mean, you know, I know Jedi are just like they're always practicing, but it's like you get a bunch of kids pra night practicing lightsaber techniques. It's not like they had any parents. That That's true. Um, I don't know. It just seems really irresponsible on behalf of the Jedi. It might have also, been daylight when, savings as well, you know. 
True, yeah. Oh, fuck. It's so weird for Order 66 to go off during a leap year. Uh, but, uh, whatever. I don't even know if that joke makes sense. Um, but, uh, so, like, uh, when, when it starts, like, the camera starts to shake. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when, like, it's, the cam- the camera just, lo- like, it's a very kind of, like, you know, uh, it's a master shot of these kids and it's like very like you know it's not handheld at all and then when the fucking stormtroopers pop in they just start blasting away fucking the camera just starts shaking like it's like it's a person that was taking footage and then the cameraman is like oh shit you know <laughs> <laughs> um and <laughs> i didn't i i didn't like that it looked really silly like right off the bat, I, uh, to me it didn't it didn't feel. Uh, I don't know. It, it didn't it didn't seem like it was. It started off on the right foot, and then uh, I think that uh, the the video game Jedi Fallen Order actually did a better job of showcasing a Jedi uh, in hiding, uh, trying to uh, keep a low profile amidst the uh, amidst the Empire much better than the show did because it's pretty much the same thing it's pretty much the same hmm. thing right hmm. in many um, in many ways yes yes you're right instead of cal kestis it's like you know it's obi-wan kenobi where he's just like um oh, i'm just a lowly worker you know i'm blue collar <laughs> working for the man every night and day oh, and then it's like all of a sudden the 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 third sister arrives Mm-hmm. with all the other inquisitors and then there he's just like oh shit the jig is up <laughs> um and, and you know i just think the video game did it much better okay uh, okay um i i can i can see that perspective um in regards to uh the order 66 shot i i hear what you're saying however i i felt that the shaky cam contributed to uh, the chaos of the situation going from serene and then suddenly, you know, like with any betrayal, um, it usually catches you off guard and throws everything uh, into chaos. And I think they were trying to convey that Order 66 happened so fast and so so unexpectedly that even people like the Jedi you know, were, were caught off guard. So that whole shaky camp thing, especially since it, they really wove it to look like one continuous shot. And I got to say the actress who played the, um, the master Jedi that was training the kids and then defending them and trying to lead them out. She was, it was amazing to watch her like that choreography. Yeah, that was really cool. That was cool. It was amazing. And then when she went down, I was just like, I hope, they do some sort of like comic book on her because I want to know who she is. That was like valiant. Who she is, yeah. yeah. And I, the more I think about it, the more I think that that first youngling that we saw, that might be Reva. I think, I, I think, because uh, most of uh, the Inquisitors are former Jedi um, or at least Force sensitives who were captured and then tortured to become Inquisitors. So I think as she was trying to lead the other younglings out, um, they caught them. And she in particular being, it seemed like the oldest in the group got 
she got turned. Yeah, I mean, you, that could totally be right. Uh, I also think that, I don't know, my speculation, this is my theory, right? Mm. I've told you my theory, which is that um, Riva is actually Miss Windu's daughter. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> and she blames Obi-Wan for the death of her father. Like she, because he's, he's directly responsible for training Anakin Skywalker, which led to her father's death. Hmm. So she blames him. And, but, uh, but why doesn't she show any sort of, uh, hatred toward Vader? Oh, um, I don't know. I, maybe it's because they, the empire did a pretty good job brainwashing her hmm. because maybe they maybe they're just like vader isn't anakin anakin isn't vader right but she knows um, that he is though oh yeah that's right that's right she does know that ah uh, there goes my theory which which is another uh, i didn't sorry i didn't mean to like uh, uh <laughs> you just poked yeah no it's okay you just shattered my dreams that's right <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but but that raises another question though because in in Star Wars lore, very few people knew that Anakin and Vader were the same person. I mean, there are people who have been just straight up murdered uh, when they found out. Um, even what's his name, uh, the blue guy, the Chiss, um, he, Thrawn. Thrawn. He got close to figuring out that Anakin and Vader were the same guy, but Anakin like never fully admitted it and. I think at one point Thrawn was just like, he was just like, nah. If if this if that is Anakin in there, Anakin's gone in the way that you know Obi Wan lied to Luke about it. It's just like he died from a certain point of view, you know. Yeah. Uh, but other people like stormtroopers who've walked in by mistake and just saw him without his helmet. It's just like dead. Yes, that's right. That's right. But I mean, that's the comics, and we know how like. Star Wars likes to play fast and loose with like its its expanded universe. Mm, that's true. But I I would I would still love that. I would still love the because I I, I just love the idea that uh, Anakin keeps his his identity secret mm. and his whole um the, the his his whole presence is supposed to be like. A complete secret he's like supposed to be like the the uh like special force like special forces for the empire mm. so nobody really knows who he is you know he's basically or they've 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 heard about him he's basically just a shadow uh which is one thing that was referenced um in jedi fallen order when um what's her name uh, she, played by deborah wilson um what's the name of this oh Fuck, I forgot her name. Siri. Seer. 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 Yeah. Um, when she was talking about when they were trying to turn her, um, when she had been captured and she was just like, and then she had said something like, and then there was this shadow and everything kind of went fucking sideways. And, you know, that was obviously a reference to Vader. So, yeah, to your point in the within the galaxy he's just he's like if you see this if this guy fucking shows up you know you're in deep shit <laughs> yeah you better fucking run <laughs> he's like he's like the agents basically right <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah 
Um, so uh, overall, what like, what did you think of the ending? Like the the ending where it's just like, all right, spoilers for the show. Um, like Reva's like basically taunting Obi Wan while he's hiding out and trying to save little Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, and little Leia's so cute. She is. God, she's like, she's like, uh, she's like this rambunctious little kid that like talks a lot of sass, and I fucking love that. She's like, how am I supposed to trust you? Like, in under any other normal circumstances, and I know you're gonna get like a lot of detractors. Uh, you know, the show probably gets a lot of detractors of like, oh my god, she's such an annoying kid. But I, I loved it. I mean, just like the fact that she kept talking back to to Obi Wan. She's like, make me float. <laughs> you ain't no jedi <laughs> i love that about her she was really interesting and it really shows who uh, she's gonna grow up to be but the um the final basically the final shot of episode two um where reva reveals that you know anakin is still alive that vader is still alive and again it was like a master class within 45 seconds of just Ewan McGregor's face going through all these emotions like oh god I left this guy uh almost a a quadriplegic on the side of a volcano and this fucker is still alive uh he's like Anakin and then like rough cut to fucking Hayden Christensen in a back in a back a dirty ass back to tank full of his own dead skin. Um, oh God! <laughs> just angry, just like oh that motherfucker! I'm gonna fucking go for for the past. I'm gonna kill him till he dies from it. You know. <laughs> He's been doing that for the past ten years. That motherfucker! What a fucking fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Anakin mumbling under his breath, like, I swear to God, I hate this job. I like the Empire at all, and I have to... And he was just massacring mad people, like, mad aliens. I hate this job so fucking I wish I could tell the Emperor. His fucking breath stinks tonight. Obi-Wan, when I find him, I'm going to fucking put his ass in the grinder. You know, it's like... <laughs> But the thing is, and I hope that they touch on this a little bit during the Obi-Wan series, in regards to the amount of pain and suffering that Anakin is in, um, that's by design. It's not just because of his injuries, but uh, the Emperor did not give him the most uh, cutting-edge tech for his suit. As a matter of fact, he gave him some pretty old tech to sort of keep him in line, um, keep him not at his full power, but powerful enough. But when he wears the suit, it doesn't, from what I've read in the comics, it doesn't fit properly. It chafes him. The helmet actually interfaces with him by sticking needles into its he- into his head. Um, his Ugh. He's never fully comfortable. That's why the only time he's ever really like even halfway comfortable is when he's in the back to tank. That's that's rough, man. That is rough, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, you know, um, I, yeah, that, that that that's you know I've heard those those theories like before. Well, not theories, but basically that story of like how he's constantly in pain, mm-hmm. and they gave him like the Atari <laughs> of suits. 
<laughs> and I'm always wondering, like, why didn't he ask for bet? Like, he's like, you know, Nintendo does real good. Some <laughs> has a real good system out. It's like, ah, fuck the Nintendo. You don't need that. Shit. Like fucking, you know, Palpatine's like, you know, goading him on. He's like, you don't need that shit. Toxic masculinity sets, and he's like, you're a man. Real men suffer in their suits. I'm like, well, why aren't you wearing a suit? Ah, come on now. <laughs> You you stay in that suit. You do it. You know? <laughs> well, part of it was also self-imposed, from what I understand. Uh, his um, the amount of guilt that he feels at basically getting Padme killed. He's just like, I don't deserve to feel uh, okay. You know, he's a. Uh, I'll never I'll never fully go on board with the whole like oh he was redeemed at the last second by his son like for me for me that'll always be a cop out in Star Wars but Vader is in many ways a very tragic figure. Yes, I agree. I mean, yeah, look, I, I think and this is this is going to fall under like the whole like uh you know uh, uh, I really really wish somebody else had written and uh created the prequels or somebody had told george lucas no because it's sloppy shit right so so basically i i think that the the fact that he killed a bunch of children is uh, one step way too far for the character Hmm. uh, and makes him irredeemable in my eyes like Hmm. it's like you know people kept joking around like in uh in the force awakens when ray finally got anakin skywalker's lightsaber um she gets you know maz kanata hands over uh hands the the lightsaber over he's like you know a brave jedi once used this and like everybody jokes around yeah he killed like 50 kids with it (laughs) you know um it makes him really it makes it really just uh, uh i don't know it makes him irredeemable but anyway i digress uh I think that uh, I, I I just hope that they really flesh out Anakin Skywalker in this, and I'm using that that uh, term very loosely in regards to Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> um, because this is the second bite at the ass. Sorry, he's listening to the show right now, going, "You son of a bitch! You fucking bastard! I swear to God, this forks chokes me. I'm like, ah." um so uh yeah i i i really hope that they they flesh out that character and they um uh, and they really kind of up the ante with the whole story because right now as it stands i'm like it's okay it's like you know i've seen this story better told in a video game Mm. so they better really really show things uh in, in a in a much more interesting light or you know this the show might I might just be like ah uh, maybe I might skip an episode or two you know here and there. Here's a plot and like <laughs> and just binge it at know. the end. <laughs> yeah, just binge it at the end. Yeah. Mm. Here's a plot twist. What if Anakin is the one who saved Grogu? Impossible. I no way. I I look if that happens, I would honestly. I don't know what I would do. I I don't know. I I think I might take back everything that I just said. 
Because it's it um, it that thought came to me because of what you said about him being irredeemable, uh, killing all those kids, which he is, in my opinion. But what if they wrote it in a way that he had like a a moment of true lucidity um, during his uh, murder spree, and he was just like, "I've got to, I've got to save one, like just one, yeah. you know." I've got to, I've really got to pull it back. You know, after, I don't know. after all I don't those know. kids, he just sees that one and he's just like, I, I just can't do this last one, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It, it could be, could be. Also, look, um, can we, can we talk about, uh, while we're talking about, you know, uh, other Star Wars characters in the uh, Kenobi series, can we talk about the clone trooper? Oh on the of shit! Blade Runner Town. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. It's just like again. We're back in fucking Los Angeles, twenty forty nine. It's like all we need is giant naked holograms. That's all we need. Come on, Star <laughs> know, Wars. Exactly. <laughs> Some naked Twi'leks. Come on. <laughs> oh God, we're gross. Mm, yeah <laughs> yeah i know it's nothing yeah, new <laughs> okay it's all right um but yeah so um what, what was i gonna say so uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. What, what's the deal with the clone trooper why didn't he recognize obi-wan you think you think well i mean they did make millions of those fucking things i mean they <laughs> <laughs> He made, he made Dude, you are brutal, man. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> them shits cost like five hundred bucks for like fifty thousand. Who gives a fuck? You know. <laughs> he may have served, you know, on some other planet that you know was never. That's barely even mentioned in Star Wars. You know, probably. Uh, Tennessee planet where there was not much to do. All he did was like slaughter uh, fucking desert cows or whatever. And now he's just down on his luck on the streets. So who knows? Who knows? True. True. Uh, but that was that was rough seeing that. I was just like, ooh, mm. clone trooper fell so far. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's let's uh, turn the page <laughs> into serious town. Um, so this this uh, series got a little bit of, got into a little bit of a minor um, controversial, you know, turning point with regards to the character of Riva. Mm. So I don't know if you've been following any of the news with regards to like there's been some weird minor backlash. Hmm. But in a sh so y you know what it's coming to, it's basically in a show about space wizards, <laughs> and blue people, and you know magic and mysticism and swords made of lasers, um, the the whites okay, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> are like not my star wars not my goddamn star wars my friend don't bring your woke shit in di and diversity casting into my star wars huh you know cuz like they're just like uh oh, the the this whole like shoving wokeism down our throats with the casting of a black woman as an inquisitor is way too much 
for my mind to handle <laughs> in a world <laughs> of laser swords and space magic wizards. I swear to God, these fucking incels are fucking so silly. Um, they, they, they really, really think that they have some sort of uh, nuance and any sort of point, thinking that just because a character is cast with a black woman that that is wokeism that that is diversity casting it's just like she's just the best actress for the job sorry guys yeah <laughs> it can't always be one of you sorry people yeah, people are exactly. kind of tired of that you know actually so uh, i mean this is what i like to do and this is me trolling this is this is no level of intellectualism or nuance or anything it's just for me it's just kind of like fuck you going to do yeah, fuck it's you gonna too late. do? You know, like it's too late. You know, and 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 here's the other thing about that. One of the best inquisitors that I've ever seen was the second sis- second sister in Jedi Fallen Order. Um, part of me is still holding a candle that somehow, some way, she'll return in live action or in at least the second video game. Um, Wouldn't that be awesome? I, I her character to me was like one of like the. It was just a scene stealer. Yes. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm riveted. Uh, I love this character so, so much. And I want to know more. She, like her story seemed at the towards the end. It seems so tragic. Yes. And I was just like, I got to see more. I got to see more. I just love the way she fucked with Cal. Every time she said his name, she's like Cal Kestis. I'm like, oh, fuck. She's she's yeah. going to get in his ass. Um, and. uh Every time she pursued, she'd be trolling him and shit. She's just like, "Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to grab this thing that you're searching for. Thanks for leading me to it, bitch." You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was. She was great, um, and I think I feel like she, uh, that character didn't get uh, as much backlash as Riva's getting. But the thing is, that character was masked for most of the video game. Um, yes. with only occasional removals of her helmet. So you can almost forget that she was an Indian woman. Um, yes. Whereas Riva will be, you know, uh, in your face. And she seems like she is one of the three main characters of this series, at least if uh, all the photo shoots and magazine spreads have shown. Um, it is Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, and uh, the actress that is playing Riva, I'm so sorry that I can't remember her name right now, but uh, she's she's new. But I feel like she's gonna she's gonna make a real mark. Um, and I'm looking for I I dug her performance. It's quite extreme, and I hope that they reveal the nuance of what has filled her with such hatred. And I mean, she's she's ste- stepping on the toes of the Grand Inquisitor left and right, and then. Again, spoiler alert for our listeners: she stabbed her supervisor. If that's that's, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's only t- so many times where they make you come into work on Saturday <laughs> that you're just like, you motherfucker, you know, lightsaber to the chest. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, you know, I. I, I they're giving her uh, room for her character to grow. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, am really interested in where they take her character now. Because right now, yeah, she does only have one speed. But I'm still invested, you know. Mm. 
and uh, I, 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 I do want to know more about her. Uh, just uh, uh, another afterthought about the uh, you know the the semi the the small backlash uh, of the uh, you know the incels and the space Karens that are after you know Reva for diversity casting. Oh mm. no! Um, they um, basically it's a YouTube one of the most prominent figures of this like backlash is this YouTuber. Uh, this lady, I forget her name. I'm not going to mention her name because who gives a fuck, right? Mm. Um, uh, but uh, apparently she <laughs> she she made a follow-up video where she's like crying her eyes out because, you know, <laughs> she's saying like, Disney sent the woke mob after me, you know, because she got cooked. She got raked over the coals. Good. Uh, <laughs> on social media. Um because you know she just out outed herself as a piece of shit mm. uh time and time again and in in ways that it, i i'd have to tell you off the air uh because um it's it's she's a royal piece of shit in a way that is insanely aggravating but anyways um yeah good that's just like you know shrug your shoulders and you know i'm glad that these uh consequences are coming down on people who spout the most vile shit um with these terms diversity higher it's it's just it's just a, a modern day remix of you know we prefer segregation basically um and with with the occasional token it's just like we don't mind uh minorities as long as they're in the background and tokens that's all we don't want them as the main protagonists or antagonists and it's just like, look, it's a new day, guys. And if you're going to spout this shit, you deserve the consequences. Like, get over yourselves. Be gone into the annals of history where you belong, you know? Seriously. Forgotten. Every single group deserves to be uh, brought to the forefront. And it doesn't mean that they're going to hit it out of the park every single time, just like whites. And then sometimes they will, just like whites. The point is that there should be room for everybody at all levels and then let the industry and writing and everything else in the background work as it may agreed agreed oh man um but yeah that that's uh that's the deal with that lady <laughs> um and all those other fucking you know assholes like her it's just a new day you know if you're not with it Bye. Yeah, seriously. It's like, you know, go back to the 1960s if you can. But uh, it's it's just not the way it's going to go going forward. I mean, just let's yeah. just look at it. Besides uh, the moral uh, ground, which I feel like we should all be on. But let's just look at it from the a high ground. You're saying the, the high ground. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's look at it from the most pragmatic point of view. Uh, if you can appeal to the broadest audiences uh, that enjoy, which is all audiences that enjoy this sort of content, then you're going to want to show them on screen in prominent ways and on all levels. It's just, it's just good business. Okay. Um, for, right. for those that you, you want it to look like it did back in the late seventies when star Wars first came out. Sorry, that, that day's gone. That day's gone. Yeah, it is. 
It is. And, and you know, and there's always just been this, like, weird backlash against it because remember when um, they cast uh, when they cast Finn? Yeah. You know? And then there was a backlash against him, too. Mm-hmm. There was just, like, a black stormtrooper. <laughs> <Blah>! <laughs> like guys it's like i just keep i can't fathom that kind of like like how can you accept a reality where it takes place in an ancient time but still the future (laughs) you know oh man it's with with like fucking you know the the giant robots that, that walk around you know, uh, shoot lasers, and you know it's just I just can't fathom that kind of like uh, that 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 it's it's so narrow that way of thinking is it like it pisses me off so bad. Ah, uh, you know it's it's their it's their toxic thinking. They they just can't adapt. I mean, and you would think in a uh, in a genre like sci-fi, <laughs> that sort of thinking would would get quashed quickly and i think it is being quashed just not quickly enough but it even exists in um in the star trek universe uh when when the shows uh whether it's discovery or strange new worlds or any other property um highlights a social issue uh that's set in the future usually between alien races or something like that and there's this element of the fandom that goes, when did Star Trek become political? It's just like, what the f- fuck? Like, Star Trek has always been political. It's Star Trek. It's the it's the human story. It's This isn't set in another galaxy. This is Earth. Uh, and they literally yeah. say, like, we got over racism and poverty and war and all that stuff. So in a society where we got over that, you're gonna see diversity and to get so upset over seeing that on it's just there's this disconnect that can only be chalked up to uh in self stupidity it's, it's it's bizarre it's so bizarre because like like when they cast fucking uh sam wilson as captain america they were just like bah, bah, captain america's political now it's like <laughs> do you hear what you just said <laughs> do you hear that Captain America, you know, come on. Oh, man. But this is just I honestly believe that this is just a very loud minority uh, because the uh, the bank accounts of Disney and Star Wars and all the other owners of this content, they see that um, representing more um, different kinds of people and faces and backgrounds and lifestyles in these properties is translating to uh sales to dollar signs and again just on a pragmatic level it's good business and these guys that want it to be one way it's just like "Mm, sorry there it's there's simply nothing you can do they're going to do what's best for the bottom line and what's best for the bottom line is inclusion sorry but a female thor like (laughs) oh that that makes me so uh Thor, you know? <laughs> it's just wait a minute. Weren't three months ago? Weren't you the same guy that was saying that they should stick more toward the source material? Huh? Let me pull out all these comic books showing Jane Foster. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck? You know? 
get overwhelmed with like an avalanche of comics. <laughs> like, oh. oh man. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, I again, like sometimes these series have a maybe a slow starter. Not everybody's on board. Personally, I just I just love the way Obi Wan is playing out. I hope. I hope, since it's only six episodes, that it doesn't suffer from the fate that um, Book of Boba Fett did, where it was just like, okay, some interesting stories, but what we really got to do is bring in a popular character to pick it up, like when it basically turned into the Mandalorian show, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which I don't think will happen. I think once we see the interactions or the coming interactions between Obi-Wan and Anakin... Um, that's what's really going to set it off. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just like story wise, it, it's got a. I just think it could be better. Hmm. Um, but uh, I know we're we're starting to run out of time. But uh, I, uh, I, I just want to include this little bit of business real quick uh, and just say, uh, you know. Fuck Ted Cruz mm. um, and f- fuck people who think that uh, uh, fuck the, the, the politicians and the bureaucrats who line their pockets with NRA money. Um, there there should be. A, I know this is a sudden left turn, but mm. I, I just can't not bring it up. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, there should be a ban on assault rifles. Uh, I think overall guns shouldn't be in the hands of the public anymore mm. we've shown that we don't know what to do with that with, with that kind of power um and they should be for militaries not for you know people going to the supermarket or the church or anywhere um they did it in new zealand mm. you know they banned guns um and this is an, a distinctly an American problem, and I think that uh, uh, I think that we have a long road ahead in terms of fighting this this thing, because these these beer these corporate bureaucrats are uh, refusing to budge. Um, but fuck Ted Cruz, because he's a piece of shit, and he always has been, and, uh, and he always will be. And it, yeah, and the, yeah, and the answer isn't making one door for uh, uh, a, a school and lining that door with cops. Um, that's, that's not the answer to fucking anything. That's the world's like most dickheaded fucking answer to anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. No. Next episode, uh, we should, we got to talk about brave, uh, strange new worlds uh, because I saw it. I loved it. Um, uh, and uh, my heart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, <laughs> it's a brand new day. It is a brand new. It's it's, it's you know, what, what are we gonna do with tomorrow? <laughs> my friend, for me. It, it seems like you and I are entering a strange new world. Let's put it that <laughs> way. <laughs> you know what? 
I'm going to use my jumping powers and jump out of you. Oh, oh God. This is disgusting. This sad. <laughs> I'm disgusted with myself. I hate that movie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I feel like you should keep a counter of how many times I'm repulsed by the movie Jumper. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Whew. That shit would run like Fuck. that shit would run like an atomic clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, uh, I think that's a good place to cap it. Yes, yes, think? I think so. I think so. Thank you, listeners, for being with us this week. Yep, and from both of us here, I am Pav, and I'm E, and together we are the Robots versus Taxes program on Radio Free Brooklyn. While you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Once